Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And you would think with what he's got ahead of him and who's locked up for the Chiefs, that might be a realistic possibility. Jay is bouncing in the house. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. And you know, fellas, I just got to tell you, 2020, obviously a miserable year. And the Oxford English Dictionary added so many words in 2020, you can't even begin to describe them. They added the word adulting, doing things you never had to do before, but now you have to do. They actually added the word on a serious note, structural racism. They added follically challenge, which I may be experiencing here in the next several years. But there were so many words <laughs> that were added. What's the, I can't even think of the superlative. They have, to, they have to invent another word to describe what I saw from Tom Brady last night before we get to this Eagles legend. They'll figure it out. It's yeah. Tom Brady, man. <laughs> what would you say? What's, like, what's the one word that just comes expected? Is it just sort of a blah word? Like, what's the superlative? It, 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 that was expected, I guess, for me. When I look at him, like, what you expect, right? I mean, it's Tom Brady, man. I, I've, gi- I've given up, Jay. I, I can't fight it. It's Tom Brady. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to give Tom Brady his flowers. The defense did an incredible job. But, like, there's a little bit of this conspiracy thing in the back of my mind, Zubin, Uh-oh. just about all the penalties called in the first half. Like, even the second P.I. on Honey Badger. You said I like my, you said man, I like my ex-teammate, key, It man. was so bad, <laughs> Key. It was there were a couple calls where you're like, what? Like Tom Brady throws the ball out of bounds, like Antonio I, Brown's I nowhere close to it. You're I, like, I, I, I know. Come on, man. Like, why are the refs like taking the game and putting it in their hands? Like, let them play a little bit. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. The refs are trying to shine. I, I think I'm just you, saying Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, it just it just felt weird a yeah, little bit. It I felt know. weird a little bit. Grabbing and holding and pulling and tugging. Oh, the ball's not even going over there. Little flag. Yeah. Just saying, Keith. Just yeah. saying. Toughest to do on the biggest stage in football. We want to have your answer to this question in eight minutes. On the Goodyear hotline, who's the GOAT of all team sports? Is it the guy we saw last night? Is it Michael? Is it somebody else? GOAT of all team sports. Number 12, number 23, you tell us. 888-SAY-ESPN. It's a pleasure to welcome in Brian Westbrook on the Goodyear hotline. Many of you, of course, remember him from his prolific career with the Philadelphia Eagles. And we're going to talk about his old team in a second, exactly where they're going and what in the world is going on with them, especially with word that Carson Wentz is going to be shipped and shipped soon. But, Brian, I want to start with Andy Reid. Obviously, you played with him. In Philadelphia, there's a lot going on with Andy Reid, as we know, with his son, the game. Everything was out of sorts. His offensive coordinator, Biennemi, now being a free agent, likely to return. But just knowing the man, what you saw last night, everything he's probably been through, take me inside what you saw from Reid and the Eagles game planning last night. Well, you know, when I when I go back to the game last night, and good morning, fellas, I, I have to, you know, give a lot of credit to Bruce Arians, a bunch of credit to Todd Bowles to what he was able to do against a prolific offense, an offense that has just been running up and down the field at will, coming back on teams all season long, and certainly Byron Leftwich um, and his ability to get the best out of Tom Brady um, at this point as well. I, I, I give those coaches a bunch of credit, but, but you also got to turn to the GOAT. You also got to turn to Tom Brady and, and just say, this is what he normally does. This is a Tom Brady thing to do. To uh, after being beat in week what, 12 or so um, by the Bucks, he came back and had a totally different game plan, a totally different design, and he executed it well. But when you talk about uh, Andy Reid, I, I think they had a game plan. But even against, even when you have one of the best players in Patrick Mahomes and you have a really good game plan, 
and, and you got to still face the other team. They get paid too. They get paid to come back and do something different. And I just think that Todd Bowles and that defense had a much better game plan than Andy Reid did yesterday. Brooke, you played a long time in the league and, and you played in NFC Championship games, even played in the Super Bowl. How many more Super Bowl opportunities you think that Chiefs will have over this next, I don't know, eight years? I'm going to give them an eight-year run. Well, you know, I was having an argument with a friend uh, last week, and he was like, you know, this is a, the, the best start to a career by Patrick Mahomes, and if he wins hey, this Hey, week, let me cut you I was off, talking about yesterday. Not argument, conversation. You were having a conversation. We want to we want to limit argument. Conversation. Yeah, we don't like the negative tone. Yeah, of, of we don't argument. want that tone. You have to talk it out. Talk it through, but, B. West. But this, but but this is the, the the conversation took a negative tone because my friend was disagreeing with me. But I, I'm with you guys there. I, I, I certainly understand that. But the conversation was really about Patrick Mahomes and his start to his career and what he can do to win and, and really catch up with with Tom Brady. But you, you know, Tom Brady is, is special, and if Patrick Mahomes doesn't get back. Then he starts to get in that conversation of Drew Brees, the one Super Bowl. He gets in the conversation with Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl. And that's not a conversation that I think, especially with his talent, because we see him as one of the most prolific throwers and one of the guys that can get a first down with his legs. We saw that a couple times last night. Um, and, And we expect those types of talented guys to be able to win multiple championships, multiple rings, similar to Tom Brady. And so I think the conversation does change if they're not able to get back, I think they still have the, the, the infrastructure to get back. But what happens when a champion like the, 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 like the Chiefs last year, when they lose and the way that they lost yesterday, now other teams start to think, you know what, maybe they're not unbeatable. Maybe they are mortal. Remember when Mike Tyson, when he's knocking everybody out, everybody was scared of him. But then when Mike Tyson gets beat up a little bit, now people are saying, well, maybe – I shouldn't be scared of this. Maybe I'll go into the ring and try something different. Maybe I have a chance against this team. And I think that's what teams around the NFL will begin to feel about the Chiefs uh, as early as next year, especially after this loss in the Super Bowl. That's that Todd Todd Bowles blueprint that I talk about. Brian Westbrook joining us here this morning, former Eagles running back, two-time pro bowler on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. How much longer do you think Tom Brady could do it? I, I was, I was, uh, I had a feeling that his last year with the Patriots was his last year. I didn't think that he looked very good. Um, I, I didn't think he threw the ball well. He didn't look very mobile. Looked like he was a statue in the pocket. And then he came down and uh, went down to Tampa and, and uh, just won a Super Bowl. So I was one of those guys that thought he was done last year. So at this point, I, I'm, I'm in no place to say that Tom Brady is done. I, anytime you win the Super Bowl in the fashion that they just did yesterday, beating up on a great team. You have to say that they're the favorites to come back next year and and repeat. I mean, they did it because of great defense. A lot of those young guys who will be back on that defensive side of the ball, they're still going to be able to get pressure up front with their front four. And Tom Brady's still going to have the weapons. He may not have Gronk, and he played a big role yesterday, but he'll still have Mike Evans. He'll still have Chris Godwin. He'll still have a way to get the ball down the field. And if he has that opportunity and they come together with great leadership um, like they have from their coordinators and Tom Brady – you have to believe that they're going to have another chance at it next next season. Mm, mm, mm. B. West, let's talk about the Eagles for a second. Who is Carson Wentz going to play for next season? <laughs> you know, that that's a good question. I mean, there's a couple teams that that seem to make, fit, make sense. 
Yeah, you have to think about the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy there. Um, you know, and he was an old Andy Reid disciple, a Philadelphia Eagle guy for a long time. Um, and I actually played against him in college. He was with our on our staff in Philadelphia for a little bit. I think that he could easily see how uh, Carson Wentz could fit into their offense um, if he gets him fixed in a way. It also makes sense for Frank Reich and the, and the Colts to take a shot at Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz's uh, best year as a pro was with Frank Reich in 2017. So it, it makes sense that those two teams that are looking for stability at the quarterback position would, would go after Carson Wentz. But, but I, I, I've asked this question a bunch, and I'm not ask you guys. If you guys were fans of either one of those teams, or really anyone else, how excited would you be that you're giving up players and draft picks for a guy that was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league this season? And I'm not saying that he can't be reformed. I'm not saying that he can't be fixed. But as a fan, I would be I would be shocked and upset if my 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 franchise is even considering this because now we're saying we're giving up a lot of talent and a lot of equity to get a guy that didn't perform very well last year. I, I would just rather take my chances in the draft if I was uh, one of those franchises. I think you have to look at what comes out in the draft and compare a young quarterback with some experience to what's in the draft. Uh, when you look at these mm-hmm. quarterbacks and Carson Wentz or Sam Darnold, like, is Carson Wentz better than Trevor Lawrence? Is Carson Wentz better than Justin Fields? Is Carson Wentz better than Trey Lance or Wilson? That's kind of how you have to look at it with a, for a guy with experience. And, and Frank Reich and whoever else probably feels, and you know how it is, Westbrook, these coaches think they can fix anything. They, it doesn't matter. That's just their – mindset and let me ask you this talking about fixing something the Philadelphia Eagles fired Doug Peterson and now thinking about moving on from Carson Wentz how much sense does that even make you getting rid of both of them after a Super Bowl run of three years ago yeah I wish you know they would have I I personally felt that Doug deserved another opportunity um, this season um, to, to try to figure things out. He won a Super Bowl, you know, three, four years ago at this point. And I, I, did, I think he deserved an opportunity to figure things out. You know, he wasn't afforded that opportunity. They, the organization and himself didn't see, see eye to eye. You know, I, at this point, I'm wondering what direction the organization is going. And it seems like they've gone into a whole new type of direction where it's going to be almost a complete rebuild. You got yourself a young coach. You're probably going to get rid of a lot of the older players on your team and reshuffle the deck as far as the, the, the guys in that locker room. So I, I think this organization, they, they're kind of out with the old, in with the new, as far as coach, potentially quarterback. And, and now they're going to have a couple years of, you know, of course, Carson Wentz, is, if he gets traded, he'll still be on the books for 34 or so million bucks um, as far as the, the cap. Now they have to figure out how to last this season, get through this season, and hopefully be able to get a lot of free agents, quality free agents in the next couple years and draft well, number number one, and, and figure out how to get this organization back on track so they can be competitive, at least in the NFC East. It's a great point. It's a great point. And we're going to talk in about 34 minutes with Adam Schefter, who broke the story that Wentz can be traded any day now. I'm sure you're waiting to see what happens. We all are as well. Brian, great to catch up with you this morning. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Have Brooke. a good day. Uh-huh. One last, yeah, one last thing on the he Eagles situation. Mm-hmm. Terrific mm-hmm. versatility. Mm-hmm. Had all that out of Villanova. Right, that Philadelphia area, right? Staying on the main line, as they say out there. One last thing here on Wentz, and then we're going to get to your callers, who is the GOAT of all team sports. 
888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Z on Twitter. Hit us up. Brady, somebody else. I know this is generational. Could be different. Again, who's the goat in all of sports? We'll try to get some of your tweets on the air as well. 888-SAY-ESPN. Last thing here. This is how quickly it changes. Think about this. The last time the Eagles, I guess the only time, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, their current head coach was a wide receivers coach, and their erstwhile quarterback, Jalen Hurts, was being benched at the half of the national championship game for being ineffective. Think about that. That's your head coach and your quarterback. And obviously Jalen handled it super well, transferred, had a great career. But think about it. They won the Super Bowl. Nothing's going to change. You heard Brian say he thinks Doug should have gotten another chance. But your coach in waiting was a wide receivers coach that barely anyone knew. And your starting quarterback was benched at the half of the national championship game. Think about that. We're asking this morning, who is the GOAT in all of team sports? Again, at one point it could have been Steph Curry, right? The whole changing the game argument. On Saturday night, Curry went for 57. Crazy game. They lost a tight win to Luka and the Mavericks. By the way, Curry, I believe, Jay, if I'm not mistaken, went for 50-plus twice last week. The Monday uh-huh. morning lineup is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Get on the phone lines now. Who's the GOAT in all of team sports? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Or if you have a Super Bowl thought, we'll take that as well. And that's where Tony... I'm glad y'all dropped the athlete part. <laughs> We just refined the question. You can talk about the Super Bowl, too, because obviously that's going to be a topic du jour today as well. And that's where Tony in Akron, Ohio, wants to go this morning. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, guys. How are you? What's up? How What's you up, doing? Tony? Um, Jay Will. Yes. Sweetie, I have loved, I loved your game since you were at Duke. But check me out, baby. Okay. Talk to <laughs> me Don't now. Talk to me now. conspiracy. Don't come with the conspiracy theories, Tony, okay? okay? Tony, I'm just saying, it's care. kind of obvious, no, Tony. Let me finish. It looks a little Sweetheart, obvious. Let me okay. finish. You're right, ma'am. Let, right. let me finish, baby. Oh. Okay. Now, now here's the thing. Yes, some of those penalty, penalties were questionable. But when Casey, when, when, when they were in, the, when he played with the Browns and homeboy went head to head, didn't nobody see that. Didn't nobody say nothing. And the, the score was 31 to 9. Mahomes read his own press clippings and he read the wrong page, baby. He didn't read the page that said, You got to play the goat. Tom Brady said, Hold my beer, young man. Sit here until I'm done. But see, okay? Tony, Tony, I can't let this be a, a knock on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he threw, what was that? We had a stat that he ran for 500. What, 500 yards before he threw the ball. He was running for his dear life. I understand people are naturally going to say, hey, Tom Brady, hey, Patrick Mahomes, hold my beer. But, Tony, at the end of the day, if his O-line was intact, if they didn't have all those crazy calls in the first half that seemed like went against him, we may have had a different game. Can, can you at least say that? Jay Will. Jay Will. If Talk it me, was Tony. a fifth, we'd all be drunk, baby. <laughs> well, it's another, yeah. Well, that's one that I well, use. Yeah. <laughs> I use that one a lot. Okay, Tony, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm with you, though. I appreciate you calling in, T. I like that. Could be up for a promo. We've got to get that set. Maybe caller, the best caller we've had since we've been on the air. I loved it. Sound like my sister or something, though, man. I I don't know, Jay. That sound like a family member there. I, hey, that's what she, all hey, you she, had to do was just stand down when she said, hold on. She put that depth in her voice yeah, and said, yes, like, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I yes, understand. Ma'am. See, that's I got what you. we get, Zubin. You got <laughs> certain things you get when you know, yeah, you might want to leave her alone. I ain't barking up that tree. Go ahead, Tony. You got it every time you call into this show.
Key has made sure I know this. When someone's calling from Los Angeles, they never say they're calling from California. They always give me the L.A. pride. On that note, Key, Malcolm is in L.A. LA. on ESPN Radio. Goat of all time is? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I feel like he recently got the title of GOAT, and I was reluctantly. He was either battling with Peyton Manning, a product of Bill Belichick, but now he's got it, and everybody's already trying to take it away from him <laughs> just because off of potential from wait, Patrick wait, Mahomes. Malcolm, wait, Malcolm, you mean he has the GOAT title over Michael Jordan? That's what you're saying? You got to give it to him. He left another team and won it in his 40s. Wait, wait, hey, hey, Malcolm, what part of L.A. you from? Uh, Right now I'm in the jungles. I'm in the Jays okay. off of La Brea, baby. Yeah, so you grew up you grew up with me then. Okay, got it. That's 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 interesting. But you, you said Patrick Mahomes off potential. So what is it that you think about Patrick Mahomes then? Uh well, I gotta say that I'm a Raiders fan before I say anything. So I think he's all right. He's a cool guy. <laughs> Just all right. He has nice hair. So so take out he the Raiders. right than Derek Carr. Take out the Raider part though. Do you think you'll see him in multiple Super Bowls moving forward? I mean, of course. The way he can the way he can throw the balls, the weapons that he has, yeah. He'll be back. So you don't you know. with that being said, he's not gonna ever catch. He got about fifteen years of play now. You don't think he can catch at all in that conversation, catch up to that conversation with, with Tom Brady? Nah, not after this loss, because they're always gonna bring that up and like Tom got seven, ten appearances, and he beat you. So I feel like that's always going to be a little hiccup on his uh, resume. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I agree with Malcolm on that one. Joel in Raleigh, North Carolina. You're on ESPN Radio. Stand up, North Carolina. Goat of all time. I don't even need – I bet you North Carolina is going to be Michael Jordan. All right. Well, no kidding. That is exactly right. Oh, Let's put this in his – first, hey, first of all, don't be hating on my man uh, – Jalen Hurts, roll tide, baby, for one. Number two, put it in proper context here. Michael Jordan, six for six, two three-peats, okay? It don't get no better than that. How many times, how many of those Super Bowls did Tom Brady get that he really didn't deserve? The one against Seattle, okay? The one against Atlanta, okay? Go back to what was the 2001 with the uh, Tuck rule uh, that, that got him to the Super Bowl, there and then Adam Vinatieri kicks it, kicks him through it. So uh, let's put it in its proper context. It's no, no, no. It really no debate there, no discussion. Michael Jordan, hands down. Man, a win, a win, is a win. It don't matter how you get it. The win is a win. I mean, I the guy didn't deserve the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. He didn't yeah, deserve that's, that? That's, is that. I can't, I can't go that. Far. It ain't his fault that that. Uh, what was the dude? Uh, uh, Daryl Bevel called the uh, the wrong damn play trying to make Russell Wilson a hero in the Super Bowl. That had nothing to do with Tom Brady. It's just interesting, Zuby, when you look at the two brands, right? Michael Jordan, obviously the legacy that comes along with the Jordan brand, right? And the, like, the sexiness of the Jordan brand. As opposed like Tom Brady, there's still that there, right? I just I don't look at the TB12 diet the same way as I look at the iconic figure of the Jordan brand. That's all. It ain't, I mean, it's, it's again, again, I'm not going to get into the debate about which one is You're going to need to which. get into no, it. No, I'm not because I'm not going to have people talking about him hating when I don't well, want to no. select a certain player. I just like watching them all play. 
I like watching them all play too. It's just like Jordan ball. resonates a little bit differently from where I came from. That's all I'm saying. And it, Brady, it, it's okay. It doesn't matter. If Brady handed the ball off on seven straight Super Bowls fifty times a game and they won. I don't give a damn. He still won the Super Bowl. I mean, he got seven of them. I asked my friend so, was texting with me last night and was like, "Well, man, he went through a bad Washington team, a New Orleans team that had your nephew hurt, Andrew Brees, ribs crack, and Kamara." And he went to Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers just played his worst at the time. He shouldn't have. Then now in the Super Bowl, he goes up against a Patrick Mahomes team that doesn't have an offensive line. I'm like, it doesn't matter. He won. Zubin. Zubin. Yes. You've been on this show multiple times saying that you never thought the legacy of Joe Montana would be touched because he was undefeated. Yeah. Does Tom Brady surpass Joe Montana? I mean, you got to start putting it in the discussion for sure. And to Key's point, I mean, listen. 20 years from now, 50 years from now, anybody that says they went through Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes in that order, <laughs> that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, I'm not qualifying any of he's, that. He's, right? And I know your buddy, man, you know. But, but he's just, he hating on Brady. I don't really give a damn. All I care about is being able to watch it. I've seen all 10 what? Super Bowls with my eyes. I've seen all Joe Montana's Super Bowls. I've seen all Michael Jordan's six championships. I've seen Kobe Bryant. I've seen some of... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But there's a lot of people don't even know Kareem exists because they're so caught up in what today is. There's people that don't understand what, how cool Joe Montana was. Mm-hmm. And much like the caller just said about MJ, three-peats twice. And I'd argue if he would have continued to play instead of retiring – after the third one, who knows what would have happened. Right. But you just got to enjoy it. Right. It sounds silly and trivial, and I know we got to run here, but little things Where are you going? like, oh, no, no, us is collectively. <laughs> we'll be back, I think. I think we'll be back. But it's one of those yeah. things where collectively, like, it sounds silly, but like, ask your kids, like, balling out with somebody in a video game is going to, for a certain age, is going to elevate that particular person, the Jordan, the shoe brand, right? I mean, staying culturally relevant 20 years after he scored his last basket. I mean, all of that stuff all comes that. into play. Like I said before, I'm not buying no Uggs. I get it. <laughs> I'm buying Tom Brady Uggs, but I'll buy me some Jordans. Just I, appreciate just, the art. Just appreciate just, the art. You got to appreciate it. And all of them are great. And all of them are Hall of Famous, and all of them have done work for their sports. Key, Kevin Nagande, take it away. Yes, you look too expensive Uggs, for me. You Uggs, look, you Jordans. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, we didn't get Kyler Murray on last week. Kind of a disappointment on the cute tip. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. On the way, we'll continue all these calls. Who's the GOAT of all time? Fired up on the phone line, 888-SAY-ESP and 888-729-3776. And... We'll take you through the most exciting and maybe most dynamic play of last night's Super Bowl, and it had nothing to do with either the Chiefs nor the Bucks. Mm. We'll streak towards that. The Bucks were making moves all season and ended up with a Super Bowl championship. Making moves brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So they're going to have one more snap, and that will be all she wrote. He goes to a knee after getting it. How about this? How about this? In a world turned upside down by pandemic, in a year where everything has been different, one thing remains the same. Tom Brady is a Super Bowl champion again for the record-setting seventh time. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl 55 champions. That's Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. The only constant is change. Tom Brady changes uniforms and constantly continues to win Super Bowl. Sports Center is presented by Progressive Insurance. Commercial insurance through Progressive protects your business and your dream. Chose from over 30 coverage options at ProgressiveCommercial.com. 31-9, you saw it last night. Complete domination. The Bucs defense was terrific. Brady won his fifth Super Bowl MVP, extending, of course, his own incredible record. The football season has come to an end. Don't worry, the offseason is going to be super interesting. Adam Schefter is going to be here in 13 minutes to talk about it. Tennis's major season is just getting going. Serena Williams defeating Laura Siegemann, 6-1-6-1, to advance at the Australian Open. She's been dominant early round in majors. Needs that next major to tie Margaret Court on the court. The all-time ladies singles record. Five-setter right now. Good one going on ESPN2 right now. And a devastating blow for anybody at ESPN that ever ran across the late, great Pedro Gomez. And it pains me to say late, great. Pedro has died at the age of 58. No word on exactly why he passed away, but he was with ESPN for the last 18 years. Throughout his illustrious career, baseball was his first love. He covered 25 fall classics, 25 World Series, 20 All-Star games during his 35-year career. He is survived by his wife, Sandra, his children, Dante, Sierra, and Rio, the latter of whom pitched in the College World Series in 2016, and I remember doing a story with Pedro maybe a half decade ago talking about that incredible moment and what it meant for him when baseball is your first love to have the opportunity to watch your son pitch in the College World Series and then eventually go into Major League Baseball where he is with the Red Sox organization. I wanted to mention a couple of comments from two forces of nature here at ESPN as Pedro was himself, and the first, of course, is ESPN president, 
Jimmy Pitaro, quote, we are shocked and saddened to learn that our friend and colleague Pedro Gomez has passed away. Pedro was an elite journalist at the highest level and his professional accomplishments are universally recognized. And even though Bob Lee has been retired from ESPN for a couple of years now, he is still the moral compass to many people at the company on Pedro Gomez, quote, his loss is a hammer blow to all who knew this life force, a career crowning achievement for Pedro going to Cuba, where his parents were Cuban exiles that raised him in Miami and covering a game between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cuban national team in 2016, a game that President Obama attended as the United States tried to mend their fence with the island nation of Cuba and Fidel Castro. We are sad to report today in prayers and sympathies to his family. Pedro Gomez has left this earth way too soon at the age of 58. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests will join us on the Goodyear Hotline, as I mentioned, in 11 minutes. That will be Adam Schefter. We mentioned he is saying unprecedented quarterback movement. Jay, I saw the maneuver there, and I completely and totally agree with that. Adam says Carson Wentz is going to be traded any day now. We already saw Stafford and Goff. What happens with Deshaun Watson? Every single quarterback of note that we need to get into, we'll get into with Adam here in 11 minutes. Last night in the Super Bowl, they said it couldn't happen. They said it couldn't happen. They kept the Chiefs out of the end zone. The Bucks defense was great, yet the Bucks defense certainly couldn't keep the Bucks offense out of the end zone. Tom Brady connecting with Gronk twice, Antonio Brown. But the most exciting moment of the game, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, every single play was probably pretty exciting. The most exciting play of the game, a burst of speed from someone almost as fast as Tyreek Hill. Second down, 20. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20. Down the middle. The 10. The 5. He slides at the 1. And they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? Kevin Harlan on the call last night. <laughs> Fellas, in a game that, I mean, it was, let, let's be honest, it was a dud pretty much from beginning to end. And uh, Super boring. The, the sad part is I'm glad he did it on the radio because... You know, if you're watching on TV, if you're watching last night, the second he got on the field, oh, the camera gets away. You can't, you can't encourage this type of behavior, well, but Harlan had a little I get, fun. I get it, right? I mean, they, year, Jay asked me why, and I'm like, I think they started doing that way back when, when I was playing, cut away from that because people, you know, they get to anything might happen, do man. You, do you guys remember? I don't want to date myself, but I will. Do you guys remember Morgana the Kissing yeah, Bandit? that's different, though. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was pulling that camera away. We were no. tightening it. We were yeah, tightening yeah. it. Yeah, Zoom, yeah, no, that's a little different, though, right there. Hey, I but probably, he, uh, he broke that dude's ankle so oh bad. Oh, if, you, if you can see the video, the one security guy came at him. He gave him a little wop-wop. His knee just buckled, Key. It, it I was, probably, 11 years of playing, I probably... In my games, at least six times, maybe seven. Dudes just – one time we had three girls. Another time we probably had about four or five different fans going a different way. They get, they go to jail. They wake up. They get out noon. They're good. They probably get fired from their job. They don't care. And they get some fame for a minute, get a ticket. That's it. They can't go back to the stadium ever again. At least that was exciting for those that could see it because the game was boring as hell. I mean, it was just – 
It was boring, man. You was waiting for Kansas City to turn the engine on in any moment, but it just never got cranked up. It was but just one of those deals where it just they couldn't quite turn it on. Here, here's one of the things I will say about Kansas City, though, Key, your exact point. I waited, like, what, until, like, I mean, I saw your text in the third quarter, you're like, man, this is over. Middle of third, you're like, this is over. Yeah, game over. But I still stayed, I don't know about you, Zubin, I stayed all the way close until the end. Like, just for that thought, like, wondering, like, what if the impossible happens to well, Patrick Mahomes? If there's one person that could do the impossible, it would be that QB. I wanted to see the, the, the post-celebration that wasn't. I wanted to see that. Not fired it, up. It, wasn't, it was like, ah, yeah, we won. <laughs> hey, thanks, Tom. See you tomorrow. I mean, it wasn't no, you know what I'm saying? It was like, if it, it felt like outside of Tom and Gronk and maybe Jake, man, even JPP, they should have been excited. Oh, for sure. They should have been going nuts. It was kind of just like. Yeah, we won. We know you're going to be the MVP. Go up there, get the interview. We'll see you in the locker room. I was expecting way more out of it. Didn't get it. I was happy that the even though I picked against the Bucks, I was happy to see that they won. My brain told me Kansas City. Mm-hmm. My heart said Bucks, so I win either way. Can you do that? Cover your bases. Yeah, you would say, you yeah. would say that, Key. Now what this, you mean? <laughs> I win either say. way. <laughs> this is something you guys have broached this morning with regards to what's going on with Andy Reid and his son and everything that happened over the last 72 hours. Roy Man. is in New York. You're on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Roy. Good morning, gentlemen. What's um, up, first time, long time. I want to thank you very much for bringing some nice entertainment to me and everybody else in the mornings. I am uh, giving a call. First of all, um, condolences to the family of uh, Pedro Gomez. Yes. 58 years old is younger than I am. And for him to leave this planet this early is shocking and surprising. Mm-hmm. But in COVID times, you never really know exactly what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I'm calling because of the fact that um, I think Andy Reid has some pressure on him with regards to his son and the, all of the things that's going on and the lack of seems like game, game planning that took place with regards to um, – this football game. I mean, he completely was outclassed as far as um, um, the way his team looked on the field. And I wondered what won this past you guys. Would it be a good thing for him to consider stepping down so he can go ahead and take care of his family and let Eric Biamini become um, coach of that team? Great question. What's your thoughts on that? And thank you. You know, pr- prior to any of this happening, I had this conversation with you guys earlier, you know, a month or so ago when Eric Bieniemy news was started to look like he wasn't going to coach. And I kept saying, what if Andy Reid wins this championship and take a step down just to recharge his battery? And and I could see where he may want to do that in this situation, talk it over with his family and his wife and, and just kind of, you know, uh, figure out what the next steps are not only for himself but his family, why he has somebody like Eric Bieniemy on staff. Coaches are known to do those sort of things in moments like this. Fair enough. And obviously our prayers go out to the other family. Yeah, that was impacted in this, including a, a five-year-old girl, which is just devastating to hear. On the way, if everyone's pining for Deshaun Watson right now for obvious reasons, a year ago, why wasn't everyone, except the Bucks and a couple of other teams, like the Chargers, Pining for Tom Brady, the NFL's best insider, with that answer. 
It's hands down one of the greatest accomplishments in sports history. We knew we were playing a great football team tonight, and we got the job done. You want to get this far, you got to get the job done, and we did it. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, underdogs at home. And Tom Brady just does his thing. How about that? His 10th Super Bowl. It's hands down one of the greatest accomplishments in sports history. We knew we were playing a great football team tonight, and we got the job done. You want to get this far, you got to get the job done. And we did it. Oh, I thought we were going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on that. We could actually go to 10 if you want to go to appearances. We can count to five if you want to go Super Bowl MVPs. It never ends. I think we can safely say, even in this crazy NFL quarterback carousel, the one guy that's going nowhere is Tom Brady. Probably nowhere for any time sooner or later. But there is going to be unprecedented movement. Adam Schefter told us about it. And he joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Also reporting that Wentz is going to be traded likely any day now. There's so much to get into. But I want to start, Adam, with the GOAT. You put this tweet out to your 8.1 million Twitter followers. This was 10 hours ago. It's a great point. I'm going to ask you a question about your question. Adam, quote, when Tom Brady became a free agent last March, a mere two teams aggressively pursued him. The Chargers and the Buccaneers. Others made calls, but seemingly no real push. How did Brady not draw the same level of interest across the league that Deshaun Watson has now? Adam, you posited the question. Would you like to answer your own question? What do you got? Well, there's a couple of parts about that that are really interesting. And let me just take you through my thought process in posting that, Zubin. Essentially, I'm watching the Super Bowl. And again, I try to think of things in stories, right? So I'm watching Tom Brady, and I'm thinking one year ago, we were in this situation where Tom Brady was the biggest off-season story out there. Where was he going to go? He was leaving New England. And when you looked across the landscape, there just were not that many teams interested in him. There were teams that debated making a move for him at various points, right? We heard about the 49ers. We heard about the New Orleans Saints. But when free agency started and got underway, there were really only two teams, to my knowledge, that were pushing to sign Tom Brady. And that was the Los Angeles Chargers, and that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now think about this on a couple of levels. Number one, you've got a player who by all accounts is the greatest football player who's ever played. Yeah, he was coming off a season that was disappointing in New England. Yeah, he was going to be 43 years old this upcoming season. But... Again, this guy is the greatest ever. He's a culture changer. And you didn't have to trade anything for him. All you had to do was sign him. 
You didn't have to give New England three picks. You didn't have to compensate any other team in a three-way trade. You didn't have to give the compensation package that the Rams gave up for Matthew Stafford or another team wants to give up for Deshaun Watson. All you had to do was give Tom Brady two years and $50 million. And for that, which was worth it in and of itself in the marketing that he would do for your team, you also would get the quarterback that took what had been one of the losingest teams in all of football and turned it into the Super Bowl champion. Adam, we're talking about quarterbacks and quarterbacks on the move. Sounds like Carson Wentz will be on the move. What's the latest with Carson? Well, King, he's going to get traded here. I think that the question is where, when, and what do the Eagles get back in return? And there's enough interest now to make you know that he's going to get dealt. It's just going to happen. Now, the Eagles continue to tell other teams that they're open to bringing him back and they don't have to trade him, and that's fine and dandy. But the fact of the matter is he's got a $10 million roster bonus that's due on the third day of the league year. Uh, if they trade him, they'll already have the highest dead salary cap charge in the NFL against them. And so, to me, when you talk to people around the league right now and understand what's, he's going to get traded, and the Colts have expressed interest, and the Bears have expressed interest, and others have expressed interest, and I think what happened here was that when Matthew Stafford got traded from Detroit to Los Angeles, it started the clock on Carson Wentz, the next domino to fall. And once Carson Wentz gets traded, I think it then starts the clock on Sam Darnold and some of the other quarterback movement that is likely to take place here. So it's just going to be one of those off-seasons where we get a lot of movement at that position, but it certainly looks like Carson Wentz is next up in line. Adam, let me ask you this, though. Why would they fire Doug Peterson, bring in Nick Sariani to try to fix Carson Wentz now? At least that's what we thought. That's and not now true. they're looking to deal. And that's why I said at least that's what we thought. Well, I don't know why people thought that. Uh, again, they fired Doug Peterson for a multitude of reasons, one of which was the relationship that he and Carson Wentz had. I mean, they went weeks without talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, again, when they hired Nick Sirianni, they didn't hire Nick Sirianni to fix Carson Wentz. That's not why they hired Nick Sirianni. They hired Nick Sirianni because they felt he was the best head coach to lead this team forward to help whichever quarterback was on the roster as the starter and to get this team back to where it feels like it belongs in the postseason. Was Carson Wentz a part of those conversations? It came up. But again, they didn't make the decision to hire him based off Carson Wentz in any way. Mm. Chef, did we have Mike Tannenbaum on earlier, and he said he would probably give up a second-round pick for Sam Darnold. What do you think it would take for the Jets to trade Sam Darnold? Well, I'd say this, that all offseason, or all during the season, I had uh, personnel men, executives tell me that they thought Sam Darnold would fetch a second-round draft pick. And I think ordinarily that, that probably would be right, and Mike is probably right. What I would say in this particular case is this. We saw Matthew Stafford go for a third, two ones in Jared Goff. We saw Matthew Stafford raise the bar in Carson Wentz. When the Carson Wentz trade comes in, I believe it's going to be at least a first-round pick, at least. And so when all that starts to happen, and Sam Darnold is next in line, and there's another team that didn't get a quarterback named Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff or Carson Wentz, my guess is it gets pushed up to a late type of one. Now, it depends on the package, right? Maybe a team is trading a one and the Jets trade back Darnold and a five to get the one. 
I don't, we'll see how it shakes out, right? But I think Mike is right that ordinarily Sam Darnold's value would probably be a second-round pick. But I think in the current market, it gets boosted up some. And mm. I think when all is said and done, if and when Sam Darnold is traded, that there will be a first-round draft pick involved in that trade. It's unbelievable to see what could be on the horizon, Adam is saying, through his exclusive reporting, when soon, Stafford and golf already done. Wait to see what happens with Watson, Darnold, it's incredible. And Adam will be following it all the way, and we'll have him here on KJZ throughout what should be an incredible NFL offseason after a regular season and postseason unlike any before. Adam, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Shefty. All right, Shefty. Thank you, guys. Great to have Adam here. On the way, one argument against Tom Brady being the GOAT of all sports that you have to hear. This logic is something else. That's on the way. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.